Hello there, darlings. Welcome to the Clockwork Cabaret. I didn't mean to encourage any of this. I am so sorry. I blame the liquor or Emmett. Yes, she makes a much better scapegoat. And now, on with the show. <laughs> Davenport. And I am Lady Addercock. And Hey, uh, how you doing, America? Yeah. Uh, hey. I am cautiously optimistic. I mean, yeah. I mean there's still there's still two months of twenty twenty left. Uh-huh. Or a month and a half of twenty twenty left, so I'm I, I feel a little I don't wanna I don't want to get too excited because who no. knows what that orange pumpkin is going to do. There's a lot of fuckery that can occur between now and then. It yes. is true. But, However, gotta say, feeling a little bit lighter yeah. than I was this time last week. Yes. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. That's bit. why I'm I'm feeling a little more hopeful. I am. There's still a lot of work to be done. A lot of system systemic racism to dismantle and oh, white supremacy. Yeah. And there's, there's still a lot there's of stuff. A lot of, there's a lot of lot of things we would like to yes. get done. Yes, but, but we got somebody talking about maybe putting together. COVID coalition? That a COVID, sounds exciting. A COVID task force with actual scientists. With science! And and rejoining the Paris Accor- Paris Climate Accords and, and and getting back with who? And, and these are baby shambles steps, yes. but they're steps! Yes. I mean, there's still okay. a lot of progressive things that I personally would like and, you know, to anybody hmm. who, who to everyone to all adults, actually, I have a very p- personal message. To all of the adults that when I was a young woman who told me that as I got older, I would become more conservative, I would like to tell it, I would like to send a message to those, those adults that said that to me. Fuck you. No, I won't. Because, <laughs> because I have actually become more radical. <laughs> As yeah. I have gained, yeah, gotten no, older. Uh, 40-year-old Lady Addercock is, well, 43-year-old Lady Addercock is far, l- much further left than 23-year-old Lady yes. Addercock. Um, I, yeah, no, 20, 20, hmm. 18, 20-year-old Emmett Davenport was, was a very much a, you know, we should work together and compromise because, you know, there's right and wrong on both sides. Uh, 40, 46 year old me is like, nope, you're all wrong. <laughs> you're all wrong and trying to kill all the people I care about. Yeah, no, fuck you. No. <laughs> Let me tell you about this radical new 
shit I've been reading about. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah no, I've, I have gone way, yeah, way more. Yeah. And, and, you know, to be fair, uh, I am weirdly way more middle class than I ever expected to be uh, in my 20s. However, I would gladly share all of it in order to make sure that everyone else is taken care of. So, you know, I I have no problem. It, it, well, you know, it's almost as if the uh, gulf between um, the well-to-do and the working poor has gotten wider over the past mm-hmm. you know 20 years that we've been that since mm-hmm. we were young ingenues and and then became middle-aged Ooh, it's almost like it, as if we have watched the decimation of the working middle class oh, yeah hmm. uh, and that has radicalized us in a way that didn't happen to our to the generation before us yeah it's weird yeah it's kind of it's kind of weird how when there's this huge gulf between the people who are very 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 rich and the people who are very 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 not rich uh guillotine suddenly seem like a rational response yeah not not that we would ever ever think about making one guillotines no no that's too swift to death no, i'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> invented by a doctor so that you didn't suffer no 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 obviously we're engaging in hyperbole because it's a even though we've had some very good news uh it is still a very stressful time for yeah for a lot of marginalized of people and and uh but but <sighs> and uh, us in particular yeah. but i would very much like you know everybody who has worked hard to get us over this hopefully first initial hump back to a better society i am georgia i am i'm very happy about and i appreciate all of the hard work that everyone has done give a shout out to georgia nevada and pennsylvania yes because and arizona we are sitting here in north carolina north carolina the only state that uh doesn't come isn't gonna have a decision until the 13th until the 13th of 2021 as far as i can tell yes um north carolina we don't get any good memes we don't get a gritty we don't deserve a gritty no we just get Uh, the cat stare the sad cat um in a corner yeah like oh man just kudos to everybody who i mean and kudos to people who did it in north carolina too because we are we totally understand we are gerrymandered hell and back. Yeah, there's voter suppression uh, going on. There's the we the are voter suppression in North Carolina is abysmal. It's so yeah, it's, it's it is honestly insane. Um, and the fact that we can come as close as we did, it it, it speaks volumes. Yeah. Uh, and then maybe and then then you know. We're trying not to be, this is not, we're trying, we try not to make this a political show. No, no, but this is definitely, I feel like for this, this is definitely a moment where I think it's all on all of our minds and I know it is on, on mine and, uh, and I would actually, one of the things that I look forward to the most about hopefully the next four years is that for, for a little while, like, you know, 
for like a day or two, I can take my I can take my eyes off of <laughs> of what our politicians are doing for just a minute. There's not currently a horse in the hospital. Yeah, like I I just would really like to be able to 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 step away periodically and not come back to find out that they have done something stupid. I I would like a I would like an administration that doesn't uh, actively ignore the deaths of my friends and family yeah. uh, from a, a contagious virus um, because it's not, you know, they don't actually give a crap about it. Yeah. Well, I also look yeah, forward. I, I would like yeah. that. I look forward to. Yeah, I look forward to. Uh, yeah, I look forward to science. Being and maybe some rational thought being. I would like to look forward to science being a nonpartisan issue. Which seems like a really weird. Contagious disease not being like a political football because contagious diseases don't give a crap about your political affiliation. They just give a crap about whether they can breathe themselves inside your lungs. Yeah, yeah. No, these are these are things like. It's it's a pretty low bar of which it's a the, low bar, but I would it's on the ground, it's underground, but I would like them. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm there's on over it. What if we talked about Cats the musical instead? No, oh, again? <laughs> I'm sorry, I just watched it again recently. Why? Because because you it seemed like a good idea to do when I had already had a drink oh. and was looking to have a second. A second and drink. I have. I watched a weird, yet good, I'm, I guess, I, I don't know, I'm still, the jury's still out. I watched a weird Austrian vampire movie yesterday. Ooh. Yes. Um, it did, it made me think, uh, the way it was filmed had some very, uh, had some very, like, silent movie vibes without being oh. a silent movie. Very German- Ooh. You know, some Dutch angles were happening. Yes, yeah, oh yeah, some some well lit rooms and the weird and like slightly exaggerated uh, leaping about things. It was it was it was entertaining. Uh, the humor was a little weird, but Dutch. I just I just broke that. Up. I just coughed that up to uh, cultural differences because I'm not Austrian, so I don't know. This might, it might have been really hysterical if, if I could understand Austrian, German, what language German. do they speak? Is it German? Is it Austrian? I believe it's German. Is it Australian? What do they speak? No, like? no, no, they speak English, supposedly. In, in Austria? Australians, we love you. Oh, in Australia. <laughs> but yeah, but it was, it was entertaining. It was called, uh. Therapy for a Vampire. Oh. And it was uh, essentially, it's set in 1930s, and a vampire goes to uh, sit on the couch of Sigmund Freud <laughs> and talks about how his, his 500 year his 500 year old marriage is uh, falling apart. Well, you know, it's hard and to then, keep the spark alive yeah. over five centuries. Yes. Yeah. And well, also that he actually that he wanted to sleep with his mother. Well, it was mostly that he 
didn't like his wife, who was a vampire. Uh, I would assume. And, you know. <laughs> I would hope after 500 years, she was also a vampire and not just yes. a corpse. Yeah. He's like, I don't yeah. know, Doctor. Oh, well, that was a totally dead. different, that was a different character. No. <laughs> Carl von Kossel made an appearance. But there that was... was a deep cut for those of you who are <laughs> fans of Key West history. That yeah, but there, but it was it was entertaining. So so if you if you like if you like vampire if you like vampire movies and and you like slightly off kilter vampire movies, uh, it was it was definitely enjoyable. We uh, we recently revisited Interview with the Vampire. I'm sorry. The classic, the '90s. Well, the '90s movie classic. Oh, the, 90s the '70s. Movie. Book it was a '70s book. Yeah, that exists. I'm not going to tell you how I <laughs> how I found out about that book. It was how did just, you find out about that book? Oh, my mother gave it to me. Oh no! Because <laughs> my mother and her weird ideas of appropriate literature appropriate literature yeah i believe i was 14 oh no 14 or 15 i believe and she went you're a little weirdo that likes occult things my little darling daughter you wear you wear a black a lot and you where read hot hard gothicy horror novels and things here's a book that probably you shouldn't read but i'm totally gonna give it to you because that's an appropriate thing to give my 15 year old daughter well I, okay in defense interview the vampire by the standards of Anne rice's other, other books yes novels. totally it's, pretty tame yes oh yeah lestat does not have sex with his mother in that book so you yes. know hey yeah well, again, the bar is underground. Yes. Yeah. Um, but, but yeah, yes. we had <laughs> to be, and then also, uh, shortly thereafter, she then, uh, that's one of her first stu- studies in sociology that uh, that she did for independent study when she went to college was she studied her first study to get her into the swing of being in college was hmm. vampires. So I read a whole bunch of vampire books with her. Because she was secretly a 14-year-old emo girl? Well, she was a narcissistic 17-year-old, so pretty much, yeah. like, Lestat. Yeah, there you go, yeah. Oh, there you go. I, I, I don't remember how I, oh, I don't, who knows how I found out about it. I was a weirdo little art nerd. Somebody handed uh, it to you. <laughs> uh, yeah, I know it's shocking. I know everybody thought I was the coolest in high school. I was not. Shocking. Um... Probably the friend that also whose older sister drove a checker cab and introduced me to Susie and the Banshees probably, oh, probably was the one that gave yeah. me interview with the vampire. I mean, yeah, that tracks. I was 16. I know I was 16 because I was hospitalized oh. for a staph infection. So very vampire Well, yeah, no, but I spent several days in a hospital. Um, hooked up to an IV. Uh, <laughs> hey, I had time. And uh, yes, I remember because I remember being 16 because that, like, I was in the pediatric ward. Oh, really? And the At nurses 16? would all, like, wander into my hospital room to chat with me because I was actually old enough to hold a conversation with them. Oh. And they were bored, basically. 
<laughs> so I distinctly remember, and I had a staph infection, and it was right on my boob, and as a very shy, like <laughs> awkward sixteen-year-old, so like I just had to keep like popping my tit out to all the doctors and nurses to be like, "Look at my infection," and it was very mortifying. Yes, I can see that. Yeah, so that time frame is kind of crystallized in my mind. Uh, that's what I read <laughs> with the vampire, and. <laughs> I remember enjoying the book. It was before the movie. I read it before the movie came out. That's also yeah. how I know kind of how old I was. I remember enjoying it. Oh no, I remember, I remember loving the book. The vampire Lestat immediately after it, and getting really, really mad at the 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 wild, yeah. you know, variation in characterization in the vampire Lestat. Oh yeah, I'm mad at Anne Rice for a while. Oh yeah, no, I remember loving. I remember loving the books, that book, and then I read Vampire Lestat and uh, Queen of the Damned, and then I, I never made it as far. As and then show. once I got to Queen of the past, Queen of the Damned, whatever. Vampire Alone. No, it was like Memnock the Devil or the Tales of the Body Thief or something like that. One of them. Yeah. One of those. That's the one that I basically threw across the room and then went, nope, never reading any more of your stupid books. And then I yeah, stopped Yeah, I, I got mad at the vampire stat because I felt like the characterization between uh, Interview with the Vampire and the Vampire Stat was very different. Oh, yeah. I, I just went with it. Uh, but it wasn't until... And, and then this was also out, before fa fan movie. fiction. I remember what my opinion of the movie was when it came out. Oh, I had a very strong opinion about it. I, 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 had I didn't I want. I, I thought Tom Cruise was a terrible choice for a Lestat. I and I wasn't yeah. super excited about uh, what's his name, the other one. Antonio Banderas. No, no, Brad Pitt for Lis oh. for Louis Louis um, Louis for Louis. I want to call him Louis. Louis seems Lewis. more French. Yeah, but Louis seems more fitting for his whiny man pain. <laughs> it does seem more fitting for his character. That's what it's whiny. not. It's Louis. I know. Louis is too that's too exotic for him. <laughs> he's a rich if he was boy, a he, if he Louis. was a human now, he would eat toast with no butter. No, no, no. And then he would ask for toast with no butter, and then he would get mad because it was plain, and then he would burn the kitchen down. Well, yeah, there would be fire a lot that for for a vampire. There, he he liked to incinerate things a little, he quite a lot. Very flammable, but his whole methodology of breaking up with people is is is, is setting yeah. things on fire. Yeah, like, the whole I thing. Didn't, I didn't remember that from the book, but when we rewatched the movie, I'm like, so Louis just breaks up with every boyfriend by setting their also, house on fire. Apparently, also I that's just his go to move. Also, I remember being very very upset about the casting of Armand because he's supposed to be like like 16, seven, like 14. Yeah, well, it's, he's supposed to be 16 or 17 and he's supposed to be red But he's haired. supposed to look 13 or 14. Yes. Yeah, it's very upsetting. It's one of those like, yeah, no, let's just cast a grown-ass adult. Yeah, well, that's fine. Eric Stoltz was who I thought would have been a perfect Armand. I'm I'm gonna stand behind the Antonio Banderas. I mean, I casting. like Antonio Banderas. Don't get me wrong. I like him. I just vampire. I just wasn't crazy about him being Armand. I I thought he was a pretty good vampire. I, I was, was just, I enjoyed. Him I did really like uh uh Kirsten also, Dunst as Claudia. Also, nobody wants to see a ginger vampire, Emmett. 
Probably. Well, it's just like no. normal. This could be no one, no bad. one, no one can tell the difference. <laughs> How can you tell they're a vampire? It just looks like a regular. Ginger. I mean, they don't have a soul. I say that it's a ginger. It's the same thing. We we don't have souls. Vampires. We can't go out in the sun. We skulk around in the darkness. How are you going to tell we're a, if we're a vampire or not? Yeah, you can't. I think they're the best. I think that's the best option. And for also, being a vampire. like clearly, Scotch Irish doesn't like seasoning on their food so they're gonna have an aversion to garlic yeah i really oh my gosh is being a vampire is it just an allegory for being a ginger it's just it's just being scottish <laughs> all vampires are now scottish oh i love the soccer blood no it's like Oi! yeah <laughs> What the suck your blood? It's like, I don't understand what you're trying. No, I'm going to beat you with my fans and I'm going to suck your blood. It's like, I don't understand what I you're don't... trying to say to me. Um, I'm going to take my pointy teeth and put them in your neck and I'm going to suck your blood. I, I'm yeah, like, no, no, I know. Don't, I don't no, get it. And then no. they just bash upside the head and then they suck your blood. Oh, yeah. hooligans are all actually vampires. I honestly, that is yep. a. Yep. All right, yep. Scottish. That's now. That's now. Vampires. That's now heavily. This is how fan fiction happens, and that's why they're not allowed to leave in Scotland during the World Cup because they oh. don't want to spread vampirism to the rest of the world. Yeah, no, it'd be terrible. Yeah, that's just the World <laughs> Health Organization. Put, who? That's who? Oh no, Emily. <laughs> America isn't in who anymore. We have no more protections against vampires. Or gingers. Or gingers. <laughs> Listeners. Gotta. Look, until we re-enter the World Health Organization conglomerate, whatever that is. I don't know. I don't do politics. Yeah. <laughs> don't trust any Scots or any gingers you come across could be a vampire that snuck over also, while if, our defenses against also, otherworldly horrors were down. Also, if they're Scottish gingers, yeah, just stay away because yeah, they're definitely d- double vampires. Whammy. They're obviously vampires. Obviously vampires. <laughs> David Tennant has been has this, been seeding a a, a, a for, like sowing a seed of for like, all of just Scottish people. Look how charming he is. Oh, he's a for all of he's our Scottish doctor. listeners. Oh, Scrooge McDuck, you love him. No, for, for all of our Scottish listeners, I would just like to point out we are both of Scottish descent. So. Yeah, no, we were literally <laughs> discussing shorty recipes before with this. So, I, I, as 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 a third generation Scot of that is very pale and yes, looks like a vampire, yeah. uh, I wouldn't trust me. And on that I'm note, suck your blood. You don't know. On that note, I'm gonna push a button, ladies. Are you engaged? Engaged in a hopeless tussle with your bustle? Perhaps you are suffering from a lifeless caboose. No longer toil with a sad sagging skirt, but buttress your bustle with Madame Pomegranate's bustle starch. Put the hustle back in that bustle. So, you watched Cats again. (laughs) I did. Why? Like... So I, Mr. Ducky, the last time we watched Cats, we watched it in a kind of a group on... Yeah, yeah uh, I was there. Like a virtual group setting. 
and Mr. Ducky didn't really get to see it because it the it was too dark yeah. for him to actually make out anything that was going on. So we rewatched it in high definition. Did not improve the no, viewing experience. Did not. Uh, did not improve the listening experience. I didn't realize how poorly the audio tracks were the the oh, yeah, singing parts of the audio tracks were recorded for that movie it all sounded like high-pitched screeching oh i just thought that that was how no, that sounded I, okay i i think i've mentioned this before yes, that you're obsessed when i was about 18 cats. my aunt and i graduated high school my aunt took me to new yes, york yeah new york city yes we, and we i got to go to a bunch of uh museums and we got to see a broadway play and one of the things that she took me to do was was to see cats because when i was a very small child in the 80s and cats was a thing i was obsessed with it like as an eight-year-old that was all i wanted was to go to new york and see cats i don't know what i thought it was at eight not what it actually was i'm sure i just knew that there were people in cat costumes and they were singing and i was there for it i liked musicals i liked cats i wasn't a furry don't know how i missed that train i was just about to say are you sure this isn't your coming out as a furry moment no no when i say I don't know how I didn't end up a furry. I legitly mean that is not a joke. I legitly mean that. Yeah, once again, obsessed with cats as a small child in the 80s. Uh, so, like, when I was 18, my aunt bought us tickets to cats. I was very confused about why we were going to see cats. It's like, why are we going? Because you had what? obviously forgotten about it. By I, had, I had forgotten about my childhood later. obsession. And then my mom kind of reminded me. It's like, oh, no, you were, like, freaking obsessed with this play. Let your aunt take you to see cats. So we went to see cats. And it was fine. It's fine. It's fun. It's it's fun. Cats is a fun musical. Makes no goddamn sense. Doesn't need to. Like the the plot of the the play and the and the movie is who is blank? Like who is Scrimbleshanks? And then some other cats explain to you who who that cat they're, is. They're gonna jump in and be like Scrimbleshanks. Why he's the railroad cat and then they're gonna sing a song about how Scrimbleshanks right. is the railroad cat and then at some point Scrimbleshanks is gonna jump in and sing about how he's the railroad cat it's a good time for all yeah the costumes are fun the dance music is fun or the dancing is fun if very 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 horny uh bt dubs i know other people have said this but yes the movie is dialed down 1000 percent of how horny the stage play is the stage play is so much hornier. I can't even describe which, to you how much hornier the stage play is. Which I just find so hard to believe because it's I have hard never... to because the play, the movie is so fucky. But yes. believe me when I tell you, I just—it was just so inexplicably confusing and weird, and the the film, and yeah. maybe because I have no in i have never had any interest in cats the the musical and i've never actually seen it i i I saw it on broadway i saw it in the original theater where the whole theater is made like a junkyard because the play itself is supposed to be taking place in one location it's a junkyard 
Yes. And all the cats are coming to. Oh no, I know about the it. Backyard in yeah. order to sing for, you know, to join the death cult. In order to ascend to cat heaven. Um, it's a death cult. It's a death cult. Uh, but yeah, it. <laughs> So I have watched, I've watched the musical live and I listened to the, to the, the recordings of the musical because that's a thing when I've seen a musical I then listen to the cast recording. Yeah. It's not as, the movie is screechy. Yeah. It's just like the movie is yelling at you at high volume. Like it's there just was, not well recorded also, as far as the singing bits are concerned. There was just and a also, lot of choices that I wasn't crazy about. Some of the people about. singing the songs shouldn't be yeah yeah it's just i also I would like to understand know, a lot of the choices that were made i would like to know why sometimes the cats wear clothes the fact well so so in the play and then wear fur yeah they they all have costumes it's yeah. costumes and the costumes make sense to the characters yeah, like when, so for example but when cats well, let's are... take uh rum tum tugger for example has a lot of big like liony fluff around right. his head and then very tight like hind quarters because right. he's supposed to be the sexy cat yeah so he's got this kind of lion-esque mane and then like tight pants that and he spends his entire song thrusting his crotch into the faces of other cats um thing yeah but then so for example like jenny any dots does not at any point unzip her fur to reveal different fur underneath because that's upsetting so like in the play that the clothing kind of reflects either the character or the song that that particular cat is singing right well um, like i in thought the movie because I guess just because the fur tech is just so like tight to the like the CGI fur is just like so slick and kind of like close to the actual body shapes of the actors. Whenever a character is wearing a coat, they at for whatever reason at some point take it off. A well, I thought so. And then B, it just makes all the other cats look naked. Well, so my th my theory about the coats, because of who is wearing the coats, is that the the cats that are wearing the coats are the elderly, and it's supposed to represent like being saggy. No fur skin. Tom Tucker is wearing a coat. Oh well, then I'm just confused, and I and have no. And so is the cavity. Oh, well, then I don't and know. Because the cavity seems the most naked when he takes it off. Well, yes, that is true. For some like reason, the coats just almost exist to make the other cat seem more naked. Well, it because is McCavity the Idris Elba cat? The Idris Elba cat. Yes, he actually seems uncomfortably naked. He's when he takes his coat off. Almost the same color as Idris Elba's real skin. Yeah, which, number one. That was a choice that you didn't have to make. And number yeah. two, like it just makes him seem twice as naked when he takes his hat and coat off. Yeah. And number three, he's also the only cat that they gave like weird glowing cat eyes to. Yes. Everyone else has sad human eyes, but not Mr. McCavity. I mean, I guess he's the bad guy. So he's if got you could the magic have a bad, glowing yeah. eyes. 
Yeah, no, they, it was a very confusing oh, movie. Oh, and then he's got a human face and human hands and human feet. So when he takes the coat off it, and it's the same color as his like actual Idris Elba skin, you're just like, oh, so you're naked now. No, let's just, let's just uh, imagine. Okay, so this, and so Cat's. Elba's going to be naked in a movie. Well, so Cat's. Like, good. So Cat's is CGI. So I would like. I would like everyone to go on a, this imagination vacation with me for a moment and just realize that this is every almost everything in this is CGI. So you could theoretically make them any kind of animal you wanted. So you could just make them. They, they could be rats. They could well, be dogs. Also, McCavity is supposed to be a ginger cat because it mentions yeah, that. In I his know song. that. I'm just saying that that. That it doesn't have to be cats anymore. It could be dogs. It could be you could just CGI any, any other animals any other animal. upsetting. Elephants. They could all be elephants. Oh no, no, just gray and wrinkly and upsetting. And then they're naked. <laughs> camels. They're camels. Uh, naked camels. Ma- wombats. Wombats are huge. Naked wombats. Wombats are actually almost can almost be human size. So there you go. A whole bunch yeah, and, of wombats and, running around. And, the, and then they take a coat off and then you'd be like, that that wombat is now naked. Yeah. Because yeah. when you put clothes on an animal and the animal takes the clothes off, immediately naked. Yes. It's well, not like, like the, animals the, are already going naked. Back to last week's theme, hire a furry. Yes. Yes. Oh, it's just a continuation. The well, next we week, this is this is the theme for the through the end of the year, yeah. where we just watch upsetting anthropomorphic. Yeah, next next week, Lady Addercup is just going to fully embrace the fact that she is a furry. I, but I'm not, <laughs> and I don't understand how I missed that train. Like, this is an honest. This is not. This is not a bit. This is an honest to god question I have about my developmental childhood. Uh... How did I miss it? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know either. All of the all of the checkers were lined up. They just didn't fall over. Huh. I mean, I didn't I either. Goth instead. No, actually, that that no that yeah. but that's not that's not an excuse. I know plenty of goth furries. I don't know. It just didn't happen. It just didn't happen for me. There's still time. Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> Who knows what I'll discover in my eighties? <laughs> Who knows? Well, the rest of twenty twenty. Who knows? <laughs> I might. Hell. <laughs> I was discovering new things about myself in my 40s. Who knows what I'm going to find out in my 80s. Turns out I will be a furry. Going to buy a whole fursuit. I'm going to go full Britney. I'm going to be like, if you... That's not a fursuit. As the Lady Gritty. I thought that was more of a... I didn't know that, that Gritty was a furry. Gritty is a mascot. The 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 crossover I, between furries and mascots. There's some crossover. Are we gonna there. have to? Oh wait, I. Uh, no, I'm I, not gonna. I, I was I, about to ask a question and I don't want to answer. No, so I've I'm known gonna some just. People that that were their high school mascots that went on to become furries and they. Well, that makes sense. Life. Okay, no, that's fine. Yeah, yeah. It, the, but that it's not it's not a direct one to one correlation, no. but there that that Venn got diagram does have some crossover. I can understand that. I have fr- I have friends that have uh, latex fetishes that are related to their love of balloons. See, there you go. So you nobody, know. you never know, listeners. Yeah, <laughs> it's twenty twenty. Grit, like, is 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 a gritty fetish a thing? Probably. 
I whoever might, whoever I made might have that one. I love gritty. Whoever made Gritina or whatever her name oh, is. Oh yeah, you can follow her on it's you can follow her on Twitter. It's a person. I found her. I know, but I bet she, uh, I bet I bet she had a I bet she had a thing for gritty. I, uh, a deep and and emotional bond. Yes, that's what it is. And and it's, she saw gritty and don't she went. Emmett, don't debase it. I'm not trying to debase it. <laughs> gritty. Hey, the best in all of us. If anything I have learned in my 46 years on this planet is you do you. Like, hey, if it makes you happy and it doesn't hurt anybody, go for it. Oh, yeah, that's very true. Like, but like, no, the the best thing that has come out of this. I dress up and, you know, I wear pretty memes. I love them. I wear corsets and pretend that I live on an airship. Like, I can't, I can't throw shade to anybody. That is very true. We have a steampunk show. Yeah, I can't. You want to talk about lame? It's like, what if goth was less cool? We like history. Have you heard steampunk? We have hurdy gurdies. We do. (laughs) We have Tesla coils. What if we took all of the stuff with goth, but then added banjos? And everybody's like, no one asked for that. I know. But we're going to do it. We're doing it anyway. Because we thought it was. We're going to talk about. Get this. Wait for it. We're going to talk about Mariners. It's like, no one wants this. Yeah, no. (laughs) But I think they do. We're going to talk about the Donner Party. Voluntarily. Yeah. So, So that's a thing that we have now talked about. We've just gone all over the map in this episode. Do I need to make a gritty? I think I might need to make someday, someday a we'll, steampunk be to, we'll be able to go to conventions again. And this just might be the coffee porter talking. You're gonna make a steampunk oh. gritty? Yes. <laughs> oh, you a joke. But it makes my heart happy. Oh yeah, see? Oh, this is... a a formal gritty? Yeah. In a top hat. Or a chimney sweep gritty. I think chimney sweep gritty. That's more your speed. Chimney sweep gritty is the gritty of the people. Well, with 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 suspenders. That's why his eyes look like that. He's going to have suspenders and and one of those uh, driver's caps. With driver's caps done with some soot on his little little gritty face. There you go. (laughs) Oh, man. Okay. And, and he'll be gritty gritty. Gritty he'll be gritty gritty. Gritty gritty. <laughs> what if Brit Gritty never left England? He stayed in England. He didn't go to Philadelphia. Kid Gritty Gritty. That's terrible. <laughs> this is not terrible. This is the greatest idea I've ever had. All right. Hey, I know we have some furries that listen to the show. Fursuiters. This is when I become a fursuiter. I know. I was like, uh, 2020. Only I want a fucking gritty outfit. <laughs> I can't afford one. Maybe we can work something out when 2020 doesn't suck the life and the, the resources out of all of us. But oh, Emmett. Brittany or Brittany was born of somebody who just had a great deep love of gritty yeah. and went. But what if we, what it what if gritty but sexy though? Yeah. And this is my this is how I get right. into that. What if gritty but steampunk though? 
What a gritty but British, though. <laughs> and also from the Victorian era. And could be called Britty. Britty. <laughs> if you make us, if you, if you are artistically inclined, please make us Britty fan art. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> he's a ginger, so he's probably a vampire. He's also possibly a vampire. <laughs> You you shouldn't trust him, but you should make fan art of him. (laughs) Oh my god, I'm Scottish! I was gonna say, Brittany is totally Scottish. (laughs) I don't think think Brittany talks. He doesn't, but but Brittany might. I think we can also if you if Brittany if you're if you're in if you're wearing the Brittany costume, you know you're gonna talk. Uh, now I'm, oh man, now I'm just imagining that time when we went to Dragon Con and you were in that Boy Scout costume and you were arguing in Scottish with that being a Scottish guy. And now I'm just picturing Britty doing all of that. I could get into a fight with someone while wearing a Boy Scout uniform and using a fake Scottish accent. It was he beautiful. It was funny. It was beautiful. We were drunk. He accused me of being from a country where people didn't know how to speak English. <laughs> I was talking in a Spanish accent. And I was like, hmm. hmm. You were drunk. I was drunk. I was, that guy was drunk. drunk as he was. No, that's true. He was very drunk. His girlfriend. I was as drunk as his, he was, and his, I was having a good time. He his, was not. His poor girlfriend. <laughs> That's also the other thing. Like, if you're gonna argue with me about something stupid, I'm just gonna keep it going because I'm having a good time. And you his, may not be, but I am. So I won't let it go. I'll just keep. I'll just keep dragging it out as long as you keep engaging. His poor girlfriend. His poor girlfriend. I did feel. I did feel a little bad for his poor girlfriend because she was dying a thousand deaths. It was similar to the time that the guy started yelling at us uh, for prophetizing outside of Dragon Con when we were dressed as uh, Mormon uh, war boys. Oh yeah, well, Mormon, and I had we to a Mormon war boys. I had to. We had, I had to signs and chick chick tracks, but that they were all about a Morton joke. Um, yeah, I had to and, tell that that poor gu- that poor woman that was with that dude. Uh, he was also very drunk. Yes, I was who, not. Who uh, was? And I just kept engaging with him because I thought it was really funny. Oh well, see, <laughs> that must have been a different one. A thousand slow deaths. So she just kept saying, "Honey, they're in costume." Because well, there was costume. one that I was Honey, dealing with. This is from Mad Max, sweetheart. Yeah, there was one that I was dealing with. I didn't know. I don't think anybody else was around me, but there was. There was definitely the moment where he got really mad about. You shouldn't be allowed to hand out religious tracts during this convention. Like, that's just not, that is just not cool. And he was just going on and on. And his girlfriend turned and said, honey, this, they're, they're dressed up from Mad Max. Like, like, and, and she showed him the tract thing that I, that I handed to her. And she went, it's a joke. (laughs) Like, look. It's this is not real, and he, and he was just he was just and I went no dude dude I'm not shaved heads and like, the war boy makeup like dude I'm I'm I've just be I just thought we just thought this was funny I'm sorry if you're offended and then he was like he like it was like the wind had gotten knocked out of his sails he was so ready for the 
for a fight and you're for a fight like, and uh, i was like oh no i'm not we're not <laughs> and his girlfriend being like no no they're fine like it's a joke yeah that was very i felt i felt <laughs> slightly bad but at the same time like dude you need to chill need to calm down calm down relax it is saturday (laughs) it is only the second day of this convention like if this is the thing that breaks you Mm. don't you need to go back to your room (laughs) also i'm a ginger i have no soul i cannot be trusted don't get in a verbal battle with me because i'm a vampire Ah! (laughs) and with that to suck your bold i don't understand what you're trying to say <laughs> speak english <laughs> and with that oh thank you everyone for listening and thank you everyone for being wonderful and and getting through 2020 hopefully oh no don't do that because we still got two months oh yeah that's true all right <laughs> i just feel like it's over now but it's not <laughs> 2020 is not over. Thank you for 2020. We have learned. Thank you. Thank you for everybody who has worked diligently and hard to, to hopefully get us in the right direction so that we're not so terrible anymore as a country. I appreciate everything. Hmm? uh, Yeah. We haven't fixed the, we haven't healed the wounds It's leading. Hopefully, we're we're trying to stem the bleeding. Yes, we are hopefully heading in the right direction, and I really, really appreciate everyone who does hard has done the hard work. Uh, Yeah, I know both of us. We definitely know some of our listeners were uh, poll workers and like waited in line for hours and uh, did a lot of did did a lot of hard labor. And I appreciate that. And and you know we do what we can. But we are only two people, so that I know yeah, of. No, we appreciate. We just want to say <laughs> so. we appreciate y'all. We appreciate everybody who yes. voted and campaigned and text banked and called people and worked the polls and you know uh, waited in line for several hours to yes. vote, uh, or who even didn't wait in line several hours to vote and still went and voted anyway. Uh, yeah, you know, it, it it was a pandemic. It it would have been easier and safer and just um just you know all around simpler to stay home but you didn't and we appreciate that we appreciate you uh yeah. I, I felt like the need to give a little special shout out to all the people that we know for a fact went out and did went above and beyond yeah uh, it's the least we could fucking do yes yeah and so yeah yeah i just thankfully we will continue the fight. We'll continue to, and 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 we'll continue to do the show. Yes, come hell or high water. Yeah. Uh, and knows? at some point, who, and who knows? Yeah, and at some point, maybe you know, Lady Addercup and I can be in the same room together, and oh, that would uh, be lovely. And and we can go back to never talking about politics again on this show, which would be great. That would also be lovely. And there wouldn't be this weird delay when either one of us talks because we're recording this over Zoom and not in person. That would be awesome. And with that... Dice, dice, my darling again. Yes. And with that, this has been the Clockwork Cabaret. She is Lady Addercup. And she is Emmett Davenport. And it's not work we do.
It's love. Attention, Sky Captains. Are you suffering from a particularly bad case of coronaphobia? He means a fear of lightning. Have you been the unfortunate victim of multiple lightning strikes? Tired of buying new suits as the old reek of carbon and are singed beyond repair? Suffer and worry no longer, my dear sirs. With the recent invention of Dr. Luminosevich's patented Eucomian suits, you'll never again have to worry about being struck down by lightning. Light and comfortable and terribly easy to wear, Dr. Luminosevich's patented Eucomian suits are perfectly suited, if you'll pardon my pun, to a life in the skies. 110% guaranteed to prevent any and all human landfall of that most horrifying atmospheric discharge. And coming soon, top hat mounted lightning rods. Patent pending. 